Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Real Film Nerds Podcast, episode number 279, the podcast that will never die. No, wait, that's not it. We're talking about Thor, Love, and Thunder. You know, I really think they missed a mark. Yeah, the music on this one, they had Guns N' Roses, which is great. Everybody loves Guns N' Roses. But you think Thor, you think Thunder. Why not ACDC? Mike, what are your thoughts? (laughs) That's a great question, man. I don't know. But this one really did seem to be pushing Guns N' Roses, man. It was like, what, three songs? I figured they just bought the catalog for Guns N' Roses and they're like, well, let's just use another one. I don't know, man, but uh, I mean, it was fine. You know, uh, I I love Guns N' Roses, so it was great. Oh, yeah, dude. Everybody loves GNR. You gotta love GNR. Now, I've never seen him in concert like you have. I wish I could have seen him in concert in the early 90s, back when we were way too young to probably be going to concerts. That would have been the pinnacle. But uh, I have seen Slash, and I have met Slash, so that's kind of cool. Dude, that's really cool, man. Um, Got nice photographs of him, so... In your face, Aaron. Nice, nice. Just rub it in, Matt. No, Aaron was there. He came up, actually, when I met him and photographed him and stuff. It was uh, for the 19. Uh, Slash came up, and there's this big benefit concert at the rodeo grounds, and it was pouring rain, and it was just horrible. I was so soaked. But uh, I was more afraid of being electrocuted, actually, like the whole time. But I went up to the stands, and I hung out with Aaron and his uh, girlfriend. I think that's the fiance now if you want to know the truth if i remember right oh okay uh, is her name was her name jenny i don't remember it's uh been several years mike it's been almost a decade it's been like nine okay. years okay all right all right so anyway shout out to aaron and congratulations it is coming up soon my friend anyways all right on with the show episode number 279 thor love and thunder mike let's try not to spoil it here uh first impressions ready set go Oh, I had a great time. I I think uh, me and Taika Waititi would get along. He has a great sense of humor. Okay, so this is going to be a fun podcast, Mike. Oh, you didn't like it? I didn't hate it, but I expected more. And I have to say, I went to the Thursday night showing, the last one. It was full of high school kids, and hardly anybody laughed. I, I think Taika's humor just... There was just something off. The humor was just so pushed on this, it just fell flat for me. Oh, all right. I liked it. There there was a fair share of hits here and there, but I'd say 85% of the pod the the podcast, the movie, the humor was just felt forced to me. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I I, I like the without spoiling it, I like the opening sequence. And some of that stuff, and then I liked... Uh, hold on, hold some... on. The opening sequence before the credits or after the credits? Uh, so... What character was in first the scene? Discuss- o- not the very first part of the opening sequence. Okay, so after the title slide and everything like that. Yes. Okay, because I was going to say, before the title slide, there wasn't a whole lot of humor in there, Mike. That was pretty dark. <laughs> yeah no uh if, if that was supposed to be humorous i think something's wrong with me uh yeah i was gonna say mags needs to take you to see someone 
So speaking of Mags, did you take Mags with you or did you go by yourself? No, man, I had to go by myself. We got the kids. So Mags basically hates you because you keep going to movies by yourself and she has to deal with the children's all alone. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, speaking of children's, you know, there's going to be a new addition to the Hinshaw family here soon. Oh, yeah? Yeah. When's that happening? Do you know? Or when is it scheduled? Uh, well, I so the baby is, uh, according to the doctor, um, ready to pop, even though she's not due for three more weeks. The, the, oh. the estimates of the doctor uh, today uh, is the baby's eight pounds. Oh, okay. Well, I will say that they estimated that Flynn was like 10 pounds, but when he was born, he was only eight pounds because they do a lot off of his head and he has a gargantuan noggin. He does, man. He does. He have a, he has a five or six head, not a four. So the, the noggin, uh, definitely, uh, skewed what their measurements, uh, show for the weights. So being a large headed individual as well, I know his pain. You know, I got, we grew up together. I got picked on a lot because of my noodle. A lot. I got beat up a lot because of my noodle. Yeah. Well, um, I'm hoping that won't happen, but probably will. I don't know, man. Kids seem pretty fucking horrible today. I think kids are always fucking horrible. (laughs) Yeah, but now it's just more prevalent because they have the social medias that they're not supposed to be on until they're in high school anyways, but they do it anyways. That's the hard part. Yeah, that's the hard part. But guess what? I don't have to deal with that. You have to deal with that. Good luck, Mike. May the force be with you. Yeah, I, I'm not looking forward to that. Like, I can shut everything down, but, you know, like uh, Dr. Malcolm says, they'll find a way. Yeah, life will find a way. <laughs> okay, so we're not talking Jurassic Park, Mike. We are continuing our discussion about Thor love and thunder you know that would have been a nice addition to thor love and thunder if we got a little more um jeff goldblum because the sparkle fingers oh my god that was so great in thor ragnarok so i loved loved thor ragnarok i thought that movie was one of the best in the mcu that i think that's why i'm so disappointed in this film i I, again i did not hate thor and love and thunder i thought it was just okay I think it could have been better. I think it could have been worse. Christian Bale, oh my God. He was amazing as Gore. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, I thought it was really cool that he was a bad guy. Because, you know, most of the time Christian Bale's a good guy. I was trying to think of any movies that I know recently or even back in the catalog where he was a bad guy. Easy. Which which one? Uh, the Oh, shit. I almost said Psycho, but it's not Psycho. The one where he's the oh, Wall Street. Um, yeah, okay. Um, he plays a psychotic American. Person. Yeah, American Psycho. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Where he plays the 80s Wall Street cokehead that murders people. Yeah, that is a very dark Christian Bale. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. But I absolutely think he was above and beyond anyone else in this film. Okay. All right. Uh, I wasn't a super huge fan of uh, how they did gore and how they 
introduced him and all those things, but we can get into that later. It's very different from the comic books, but not a ton. Um, his look is very different from the comic books. He's actually an alien in the comic books. He looks like a humanoid in this. Um, Natalie Portman as uh, uh, Lady Thor. Uh, I thought she did well. I, I enjoyed it. I liked seeing Lady Thor on screen. Um, the Mighty Thor is what they call it in the movie. I believe that's the name of the comic as well. She was called Mighty Thor. Uh, it's a absolutely fantastic run. They stayed pretty true to the comic books on a lot of things with her, which I really, really liked. Um, another thing I wasn't super happy about is uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy were like a throwaway. Yeah, I wasn't really sure why they were in it. Well, they were in it because of the last film that they were in with Thor. Um, Thor climbs on the ship with them and they are supposed to go on escapades and do all kinds of things. And it lasted like five minutes. But it was one of the funny scenes. It was. Yeah, it was fairly okay. Uh, But I would have liked to have seen a lot more adventures with Thor and the Guardians of the Galaxy, especially since it was like the full on Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, everyone, Mantis, Groot, Rocket, Nebula, Drax, everyone, everyone was there. All right, Matt, before we get too far into spoilers. Okay. Yes, sir. (laughs) Why don't we uh, find out what you're drinking? This fine evening, morning, afternoon. <sighs> well, Mike, I'm not drinking anything fancy. I'm just drinking a Miller High Life, the Champagne of beers. Okay, cool. I, I should have bought some beers when I was down in Tucson. I went to a brewery, but I totally forgot to buy a six-pack. So I figured probably sitting in a 100-plus degree car all day probably wasn't going to be a good thing for beer. So I, I didn't buy any, but I went to uh, Barrio Brewing when I was down in Tucson. I actually went to the brewery. I love their blonde, and I got a whole bunch of beers down there that you can't get pretty much anywhere else, and it was very good. Well, that's good, man. At least you made some something fun out of Tucson trip. Yeah, I had- Oh, uh, and cheap gas, right? Yeah, dude. They're 40 cents cheaper than anywhere else in the state. We were, I filled up at $4.55 in Tucson. Yeah, Tucson always has the cheapest gas. They do. They got the pipeline that runs right there, so they don't have to bring it in on trucks, you know? They just move it around. Yeah. So, Matt, I am drinking a, an oldie but a goodie, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. It's a good brew, Mike. It's a very good brew. I've had several of those in my days. Yeah, man. Yeah, you have. One you'd be excited about, Mike. It's only July, and Four Peaks is already announcing that the pumpkin porter is ready to go oh man you usually wait till august that's really early they're very early on the pumpkin porter yeah uh typically it's the end of august early part of september when their porter comes out but it's already out wow i haven't seen it in any stores yet but i'm sure it's out there so okay mike so we do not have a marvel cinematic universe tie-in for this podcast because it's a marvel cinematic universe film it is Completely tied in. Woo! Yes. Bonus. So let me go ahead and ask you my least favorite part of the podcast, Mike. Uh, what is today's amazing dad joke? I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes.
Matt, what do you give a sick car? Oh, Jesus. Um, a tune-up? I don't, I don't know. A fuel injection. That's, that's just bad. That's just real bad, Mike. So bad. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. Horrible. Okay. So now we are out of our little uh, fun segment, which we always do about halfway through the podcast. Uh, Mike, that means we are now in the spoiler section for Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, right off the bat, I'm just going to ask this. It hit number one of the box office over the weekend. My prediction is I think it's going to fall off hard because I don't think people enjoyed this movie. I think they're expecting a little bit more. Uh, I don't think people hate it, but I think they expected more because I've had a lot of people agree that they thought Thor Love and Thunder was uh, could have been better. It was quite boring. And you said you liked it. I did like it, man. I thought it was just fine, man. It was it was entertaining. Um, I don't know as many things about the comics, so I didn't know that Gore was supposed to be an alien. And uh, I don't know a ton about uh, the the Mighty Thor, um, but I don't know. I like. I thought it was. I, I thought it was great, man. That was just entertaining movie. I'm not saying it wasn't entertaining. It was entertaining. I liked it, but I think they did uh, Lady Sif dirty. She's a big character, and they just kind of axed her. You don't even get to really see her death scene. She's just, oh, look, Lady Sif. She needs help. Oh, look, Lady Sif is dead. The Guardians of the Galaxy were a blip in this movie. Um, they spent a lot of time on Zeus. Uh, which I thought was awesome being Russell Crowe, but explain to me why all the gods are just hanging out on a planet. Like, what do they do? They just like hang out. Like we had ego. He was a God. He's a celestial. He was a fucking planet. Yeah, dude. I, uh, I don't know about that. That part was a little weird of the story. Um, but I, I thought it was really funny. Um, the Russell Crowe, like being Zeus and, Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great to cast him as Russell Crowe. I mean, Russell Crowe as Zeus. I thought it was perfect because he was in Gladiator. Yeah. Um, he's gained a few pounds. Hey, you know, we all like sandwiches. Especially me. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I thought, I thought, I thought the, uh, the, the storytelling by, uh, was it Krug? Or is that how you say Cork? his name? Korg. Yeah, by Korg was hilarious in the, in the the flashbacks in the opening sequence kind of like the opening sequence not the very opening the yeah. after the credits. Mm -hmm. Uh to Enya dude, come on. That was great. Yeah, no, I thought that was good. I thought that was really good, but the the thing I didn't like is they kept doing like flashbacks like that. Just to no. try to advance the story. Like they had the flashback about Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman and them breaking up and, you know, all that stuff. They just kept having these flashbacks that, sure, I guess the information was needed, but the first one, if they just would have left it at the first one, it probably would have been fine. And then uh, King Valkyrie. I don't understand how a woman is a king. 
She's a queen. Are kings better than queens? Because I thought, you know, the queen of England is the ruler of everything over there. She's not the king of England. She's the queen. Like, oh, I, what the I hell? I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, but I did love how uh, new um, new uh, Asgard or whatever mm-hmm. is uh, now like a tourist attraction. That was that good. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was good. With the flying flying boat and they have like seats and like five point harnesses and shit that's that was funny that was good no i thought that was great man um yeah that's totally what would happen i liked uh thor um talking to his hammer all the time dude that stuff was funny man you didn't think that was funny it, it was funny like the first time but the thing that he they just kept going with the same joke over and over about how upset you know stormbreaker which is an axe not a hammer was upset and it's like it's an inanimate object it was funny the first time but then they just kept going on and on and on and on with it kind of like the goat thing like when they brought out the screaming goats that shit was hilarious when they first brought it out and then the ninth time the goats are screaming while they're trying to do something it's like really that's just obnoxious now well i i thought it was like one of those jokes you just keep writing it i thought it was funny man well how many of them did he have to do he had at least four or five and the worst part is is i fucking love taika waititi like i think he's a genius like his what we do in the shadows is so good that show and movie is just phenomenal i love thor ragnarok i love jojo rabbit but i have to say i am not a super huge fan of this film I'm not saying it's bad. I It's just okay for a Marvel Cinematic Universe film. And then there's a lot of shit that, that just doesn't make sense as far as the Marvel Cinematic Universe in this movie. I don't know. It was, it was, it, to me, man, it was, it was fun. I, I had a great time. I liked all the humor, man. The jokes didn't get old for me with the, the, maybe, maybe the, the goats a little bit, but for the most part, I thought it was funny most of the times. I don't know, dude. Maybe I was in a bad mood. I don't know. I just, it was, wasn't there for me. Just not there. Like, okay. All right. Here's a great example. So massive spoiler at the end, Thor goes to rescue the kids and Thor can now give his power to other people and have an army of Thors. If he would have done that during any part of the infinity saga, we would not have been facing Thanos. He could have given his power to 100,000 people and just wiped Thanos off the face of the earth. No problem. So why all of a sudden he can do it now? All right, man. I have no clue, man. I know. I thought it was cool for the scene, though. It worked. No, it worked out well. I thought it was a great slow motion scene with the kids flying through the air and doing the Thor thing with their sticks and rocks and shit. It was awesome. But I'm just like, the continuity... And I thought that's why they have people like Kevin Feige who get paid lots and lots and lots of fucking money to make sure this shit makes sense. Well, Matt, I think he's done a pretty good job with uh, what? How, what? How many movies is this now? Twenty-five. He's done a great job up until Phase Four. Phase Four has been a disaster, in my opinion. Okay. I mean, I really like Shang Chi. I thought the first film of Phase Four was great. The last Doctor Strange, uh, the April Doctor Strange, I thought that was decent. Disappointed with this film. And uh, I was disappointed with the other Phase 4 film. I'm trying to remember which one it was. 
Was it Black Widow? Yeah, Black Widow. I was disappointed with Black Widow. Okay. So, I don't know, Mike. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too much of a stickler for my uh, nerd stuff. And you just had a good time because you were at the theaters and you didn't have babies. Yeah, it was fun, you know. My theater, I think people laughed. I don't know. But... Well, maybe maybe it's some of its movement. I don't know. You're you're right. I mean, if Thor could give his powers to everybody, why didn't he just do that a little bit? Or you know, uh, wouldn't have had like 18 movies building up to Thanos fight. I don't know. Right. I'm not saying it was bad, but why introduce something so badass in such a small film? Yeah. Yeah. Explain where it came from and how he's able to do it. Is it because he was using Zeus's lightning bolt instead of Stormbreaker? Maybe. How is it that uh, the hammer put itself together, too? That's another good question. Uh, Mighty Thor made it happen. She told us. She can do whatever she wants. But I have to say, that is one, that's one that is shocking to me that they did, was they stuck fairly true to form about Mighty Thor. So there's little things here and there that they didn't explain, because, I mean, it's hard for you know, a five or six book run and it's a part of the story. But in uh, the Mighty Thor comic, she has cancer. And when she's wielding uh, uh, Mohilner, the the hammer, she is not dying from cancer. But one of the side effects, and they don't explain this in the movie, but in the comic is how they explain it. When she's wielding the hammer, um, it stops the cancer and cures her and makes her healthy. But guess what else it does? it pushes out the chemo that's getting rid of the cancer. So then when she's not wielding the hammer, the chemo's not doing its job because it's gone, but the cancer's there. Nice. So that's how she continues to die. That's how they explain it in the comic book. They alluded to something like that in the movie. Yeah, they kind of did. You know, that's one I wish we would have seen a little bit more. Um, Her assistant, I'm forgetting her name, the character's name, but her assistant was in there for a brief little bit. And she was kind of a big deal in WandaVision. I would have liked to have seen maybe a little bit more of her, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Mike, I'm not going to say it's a bad movie. I just, I think he set the bar so high with Thor Ragnarok, I wanted this to be even better. You know, it sounded and looked in the trailers like it was going to be this 80s kind of love fest of metal and rock and fun and the two Thors and it just... It just didn't hit it for me. Okay, man. So, okay, Mike, how many reels do you give Thor Love and Thunder? I'm very curious. Um, So I'm going to give this one uh, four reels out of five. Jeez, yeah, you did like it. Well, my uh, Ma Henshaw, which I'm back on the radio, everybody, on Magic 99.1. Uh, you'll hear the radio interviews at the end of this podcast, but uh, my Ma... I think at least four of these reels are nothing but Chris Hemsworth's naked butt. But my uh, my dear sweet mother, who turned 80 in May, uh, gave Thor Love and Thunder four and a half cookies. She loved this movie like you can't believe. Yeah, man, because it was good. Fine, then I'm wrong. But I'm wrong, and I'm right, and I give Thor Love and Thunder three out of five reels. Three. It's just average at best. All right, man. Well, d- don't forget to tell uh, uh, our listeners about the giveaway. Uh, we don't have it yet, but uh, 
just to let everybody know, we have two giveaways coming later on this month, and I think we have one in August. Uh, they're going to be physical Blu-ray copies of films. So make sure and listen to the podcast. We'll let you know what you got to do to enter. It usually involves an email and answering a question of some kind to be put in a drawing to win one of these Blu-rays. We do mail it to you. No obligations. No, none of that stuff. But yeah, pay attention. We got two of them coming. It's going to be, it'll be fun. It'll be good. Uh, Matt, I'm just realizing we, we didn't do the rundown for this. Do you want me to do that now? Do you want to do the rundown? I know. We just kind of rolled right into it. Well, I'll just say it was directed and written by uh, Taika Watiti, Jennifer Caton Robinson, based on characters by Stan Lee and Jason Aaron. And it's starring Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Christian Bale, and Tessa Thompson. And, uh, you know, I guess we talked about everything that goes on with Thor. So there we go. (laughs) Done. So next week is my pick. I think Thor Love and Thunder was kind of, you know, when a Marvel Cinematic movie comes out, it's not really anybody's pick. We have to go see it. And I totally forgot it was coming out last week. So I'm Mike, good on you. I try to keep up. You were doing better than me, man. So uh, this movie, I talked a little bit about wanting to uh, review this many times. I wanted to review it when it came out in the theaters, but we didn't get around to it. You know, uh, October is... Uh, harvest horror fest for us and we have to stay true to it but this was a horror movie um i i'm just interested mostly in seeing this because it's done by a director slash writer that i really really like his name is edgar wright who is famous for doing films like baby driver uh shawn of the dead uh at world's end scott pilgrim versus the world he did all those films so I'm excited. This is his first horror film, like real horror film, not like joke horror film like Shaun of the Dead. But uh, Last Night in Soho. And like I said, it came out last October. It just dropped on HBO Max. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see this one. Hopefully it'll be good. Yeah, man. Uh, it, it looked interesting. We just didn't get a chance to review it when it came out. So uh, we're going to review it now. Yeah, and it wasn't in the theaters very long. But again, all of October is pretty wiped out for us because – Harvest Horror Fest, man. We got to stay to our roots, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's exciting. So, all right, Mike. Well, um, I think that's all I have. Uh, my advice is uh, wait until Thor Love and Thunder is on Disney Plus for free. But uh, Mike's advice is go see it right now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I say everybody go see it. It is awesome, man. Actually, uh, let me take that back. Any, any kind of excuse to go watch a film in the theater is kind of nice. And... This is definitely the kind of film you want to see in the theater. Big action sequences, uh, superheroes, humor, jokes, rippling muscles, uh, tight buttockses. Yeah, this is the kind of film you want to see in a theater. So I'll take mine back. Go watch this in the theaters. You're going to like it. Mike, go ahead. Do your thing before you fall asleep. Okay. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure to follow us on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, go out there. Go watch this movie before you can stream it. And uh, we'll catch you on the next pod. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.
Thor, love and anger? Are you kidding me? <laughs> what is it? Thor. Love and thunder. Why can't it just be Thor? Because then you would get it confused with one of the other four, no, actually three Thor movies. Okay, all right. Matt Hinshaw from the Real Film Nerds podcast joining me this morning on Magic 99.1. You know I can't remember those movie names. I know, words are hard. Words are hard. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I haven't seen any of the Thor movies. Is it a Marvel movie? None. Is you it have a... not seen any of the Thor movies. No, I haven't. Even with the looks of Chris Hemsworth. I was just going to say I might have to get a sneak peek of this one. I mean, somebody sent me a picture and it was intriguing. I sent you the picture. Did you send the picture to your mother? Oh, yes. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, And that's so... all she's going to want to talk about. Perfect, perfect. This is buns of... Thunder. Steel. Buns of steel. <laughs> no, he's the god of thunder. Buns of thunder. Well, not, buns not of thunder good. mean that noise comes out uh, from between okay. them. <laughs> but, uh, buns of, I don't steel. know. Yeah, I don't know. I okay. mean, because he's the god of thunder, lightning. I mean, that doesn't work either. No, no, it doesn't. You don't want an electric butt. No. So. Good Lord, no. All right. Well, what'd you think of the movie? Uh, It was okay. <laughs> It was just, this was supposed to be the huge summer blockbuster, bigger than the um, Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick was way better, in yeah. my opinion. Okay. All um, right. Tell us. This will be controversial, but I think the Doctor Strange 2 that came out in April. Yeah. The other MCU film. Yeah. So far this year. Yeah. I think it was better than this. Is that right? In my opinion. Okay. And I loved the last Thor. Thor Ragnarok was like one of my favorites, but this, it just feels very forced. I think there was too many hands in the creative process of this one. I don't think the director slash writer Taika Waititi got to do what he really should have done or wanted to do. Okay, uh, That's just me thinking. I don't know if that's actually what happened because he was kind of left alone on Thor Ragnarok and we got probably one of the best MCU films ever. And okay. now he comes out with this one and it's just it was fun. It's entertaining. Mm -hmm. It's not terrible. Okay. I guess I just expected more. Okay. You expected more. How many reels are you going to give it out of five? I give it an average score of three. three. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Do you think that they're going to make the money that they expected to? No. No. I okay. don't think so. I think you'll get that opening weekend mm -hmm. hit and you'll get probably this first week and, and then I it. think it'll fall off quite a bit. Okay. We'll have to wait and see. Should we give your mother a call? Do we have to? Ma Hinshaw coming up. Yes, we have to <laughs> on Magic 99.1. Good morning. Good morning, Ma Hinshaw on Magic 99.1. How are you? Welcome back, Alita. I'm happy now. Oh, I'm happy to hear your voice too, Ma Hinshaw. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. Yes, too long. Oh, too but that's long. okay. Okay, well, we're Glad at it is now. Fun. Yes, and you saw the movie Thor. Oh, yes. And you saw the picture that I sent you. Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, he does have great buns. He does have great buns. Now, Matt said that he thought it was a butt double. Do you think it was a butt double? No, no, because I listened to an interview and he was talking about how they had to train him to get his body like that. And he said the movie took four months to make and he was so glad when he could quit training. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I all, bet. All just for the butt scene. All just for the butt scene. Now, was he totally naked in the butt scene? Because, I mean, I don't know what was going on in the front. Oh, the front was awesome. I mean, I don't know how they 
build muscles up like that, but they do it. I mean, his he had, instead of six-pack, he had eight-pack abs and wow. big, huge arm muscle. I mean, huge. Yeah, okay, all right. I'm going to have to see this movie. Well, your son oh, yes, gave it please. an average score of three. What did you think of the movie, Ma? Oh, shoot, four and a half. Four I and thought a it half. was great. <laughs> and and oh, at least yeah. four of those are just his buns. Are just for the buns. Yeah. Well, yes, yeah. good for him. <laughs> he is precious. Now, tell and me. he said it was so hard to u- use the cape with all those muscles. <laughs> so hard to use the cape? Is that what she said? Yeah. Okay. He had to, usually he was wearing that cape and all that armor stuff and that stuff, you know. Yeah, hard to do with muscles, I'm sure. Right, Matt? You would know. Have you been drinking already? <laughs> Oh, that's great. What did no, you, what I was would your, highly recommend it. What was for, your favorite part besides the buttons? Oh, oh, whiskers. Oh, I liked when he called on all the children to come and fight. Oh, Gore, that fish. Oh, Christian Bale. I didn't recognize him. Really? Anyway, I like that part where all the kids were, we're going to fight them too, you know, and their eyes glowed. Okay. <laughs> it was fun. All right. Very good. Ma Henshaw likes the Thor. Four and a half cookies. Very nice review, Ma. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. We'll check in with you next week. All righty. Right. On 99.1. You Magic. got it, girl. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. So what are we going to review this next week? So next week, there's nothing really hitting the theaters. We had a nice run yeah. you know, while you were gone. Yeah. We've had a pretty good run all summer. <laughs> um, there's more coming, you know. Uh, one, actually, you know, one I do want to touch on real quick. Yes. I'll be quick. Okay. Last week we did Hustle. It's a Netflix movie starring Adam Sandler. I saw did Hustle. Did you see that? Yes. So Mike gave it. A perfect score. Okay. I give it a four and a half. I love it too. If you've not seen it, it yeah. is well worth it. I'm not a huge sports movie fan. And I am. But that was a phenomenal film. Yeah. One it, of the best Netflix has ever put out. And you know, you didn't expect it from Adam Sandler. Uh, actually, most of his serious films have been really good. Uh-uh, he, I didn't like the last you didn't one. Like the Gem. Gems. Oh, I, I didn't loved like the Gem. No, I hated it. As a matter of fact. Oh wow. But I really liked Hustle. I gave him a shot, and it was a great story. And it was based on a true story, right? I don't know. No, I don't oh, know if it yeah, is. Yeah, I think it, it, it might have leanings of true stories. Right, that's what it was. But I mean, you saw how many, like almost hundreds of basketball players were in that. I yes. mean, it was incredible. Yes, it was, it was really such great. a good film. Yeah. Anyways, so next week um, we're going back. This is a film that I wanted to see in October. It came out last year. It's a horror movie, and I'm not a big fan of horror movies. But what turns me on to this is the director, Edgar Wright. This is his first horror movie he's ever done. Okay. It's called Last Night in Soho. It just came out on HBO Max. Okay, Last Night in Soho. We'll hear what uh, Matt thinks about the movie next Monday on what station, Matt? The Magnificent Magic 99.1. Thank you.